Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Campfire Adventures. It's your host, Dylan, and I have a new story for you all, all the way out here in Alabama. Can I just say, the stop here in Alabama has been one of my favorites so far. I stopped by the Little River Canyon Nature Preserve, and the visitor center was the nicest center I've seen on this trip, and the crew working there were some of the nicest people. They helped me find the falls on the Little River Canyon Trail, and then some sites overlooking the canyon. It was breathtaking. And then I also was attacked by a cicada, but we could talk about that later, because I have a story I'd like to share with you all that gives me a sense of, uh, like, in a good way, not like, Oh my gosh, like it's just incredible, kind of, but you'll hear more about it later. So it's time to grab a drink. We're in the hotel room and I'm ready to tell you today's episode. is one that might sound pretty familiar. But as you all know, with all the cryptids we talk about on this road trip, they are all unique. So that wouldn't change now that we're in Alabama, right? In and around Winston County, which is about maybe like two hours away from where I am right now in Alabama, during the 1930s, legends started to tell of a creature that wandered through the forests of northern Alabama. The people in the area called the creature White Thang. Now, first off, the name is pretty cool to me. I mean, this is definitely something, like, I'd say, like, with a thang. No, I mean, thang is definitely something I'd say. So it's just going to make talking about this creature that much more fun for this episode. But anyway, so many sightings during the mid-1900s happened of this beast known as a white thang. And because so many people saw this cryptid, you'd think it would be easy to have a description to share with you all. Well, there's so many accounts of this creature, and I'll tell you what they are, but the one consistent description people have of this white thing is the color of its fur, and that is, you guessed it, white. Which, as of yet, we haven't like talked about another cryptid out there with all white fur. Usually it's like gray or brown, red or black, something mysterious and shadowy. But I feel like having white fur makes it stand out more and a little bit more obvious. And then in terms of what people have actually seen, some people say the creature stands tall at about nine feet, pretty much resembling a Bigfoot, only with white fur. And that also, it has red piercing eyes. And as it wanders around, it's believed to leave behind a stench so foul, you'd know that the only thing that could possibly have passed through the area was White thing, which, I mean, that needs to be a catchphrase or something. And then the other description out there of this creature is believed to be similar to that of either a wolf or a lion. Cruising around on all fours, this creature has all white fur, a sharp set of fangs, and yes, a red set of eyes, and all ends together with a large tail. I didn't see any reports saying that this version smells as bad as the Bigfoot version, but nonetheless, 
there have been multiple reports of this version as well. So out of the reports, whether it was the first description or the second, people say as the white thing prowl, oh sorry, as the white thang prowls the area, it screams at a high-pitched tone that it almost sounds like a person screaming for dear life and that it's not quiet about making the noise either. People hear the noise all through the night. And reports also claim that when a white thang needs to get out of Dodge, it can run faster than anyone could even fathom. And then when it does run, no matter which version of the creature you're seeing, it usually runs on all four. So, you know, maybe there is only one version. Maybe it's actually always the Bigfoot version. But when people see it running, they're like, oh no, it's more of a wolf or a lion kind of thing. So maybe, maybe that's what it is. But I'm sure you're thinking, okay, Dylan, yeah, it's all great and everything, but should we be impressed? Kind of. Or should we be afraid? And, you know, because I booked the trip to Winston County, Alabama yesterday, and I didn't even know this thing existed. Okay, okay, well, I'll share a few encounters with you. It's okay, you don't need to get all upset. But there was once an elderly man named George Norris. He was out for a late night stroll in Winston County. Now go with me here. So, and while he was walking around, he noticed a white figure making its way around one of the graveyards. Convinced that he saw the one and only legendary white thang, he started to follow the creature into the graveyard. And when he got to a good vantage point, he confirmed what he thought. There lurking around the graveyard was the second version of white thang. You know, the second one, the one that looks like a wolf or a lion. And I'm not sure if he was scared or just in awe, but George stayed there and watched the creature. And it was nighttime, so eventually he fell asleep. Now, as it usually does, night turns to day, and the sun started to rise. And when it did, George opened his eyes. First of all, I couldn't imagine sleeping in a graveyard, you know, all through the night watching a mysterious creature. I mean, it would be awe and inspiring, maybe beautiful, but also terrifying at the same time because you never know when zombies are going to come up. But anyway, so George opened his eyes and there next to him, he saw the creature he was watching all night. White Thang had come up to George and laid up next to him all night long. It didn't even try to attack him or do anything to hurt him. The two just stayed there for a second until they decided to split ways, and then George left, and he told anybody he could tell about the encounter that he had with White Day. Okay, so not bad, right? Well, the second encounter I'd like to share with you is about a man named Nathan Thomas. He was returning home to Alabama from visiting family in Florida, and when he walked around the corner from his house, he heard the sounds of footsteps running in his direction. Closer, closer they got, and initially, he wasn't alarmed by the noise, but when he turned around, he saw what was making the running sound behind him. It was White Thang, the second version once again, and it had its targets set on Nathan. So he decided to run, get out of the way, and when he found one, Nathan climbed a tree, narrowly escaping White Thang. And when he was safe, he saw White Thang. He saw it biting at the tree. For hours, this creature stayed there, lurking around the base of the tree, trying to get to Nathan. And eventually, after hours and hours went by, and day turned to night, White Thing disappeared into the forest. So is it dangerous? I mean, I'm not sure, because, you know, with both George and Nathan, they have different reports. George fell asleep, and the creature came and cuddled up next to him. 
Nathan was walking home and the creature came to attack him and then was biting the tree. So I guess I'd like to think that with anything out there in the wild, it's better to be safe than sorry because you never know what something's capable of, especially something that's mythical, like you don't even know. But yeah, so just be safe. And then this is the part of the story where I'm like, oh, that's freaking cool, you know? So people claim that White Thang appears to them when they're burying their deceased family members that usually he appears after funerals and lurks around the grave sites so maybe it's kind of like he's a guide for spirits and that's why he has a whole white coat maybe he's helping guide them to the next chapters of their afterlife maybe that's what he is and just thinking about that makes it so cool to know like i mean if that is a possibility i mean i guess technically anything's a possibility so it could be like why else would he be hanging around graveyards and appear to people after funerals but then there are other people who say that no white things just bigfoot's albino cousin and he's just hanging out here in alabama because it's cool and it got good food and then other people who say doesn't exist at all and it's actually just an albino bear and people are just confused and that could be the case because i know right now alabama is currently working on saving their bear population so it could be true. I mean, I don't know if there's an albino bear here in Alabama, especially in Winston County, but I mean, it could be. But in the end, once again, we're at the end of a story and we're left with tons of questions and few answers. But that's what kind of makes these road trip stories fun, right? You know, it's quick research. It's a quick write-up of a story. And then we just get enough of everything to be impressed by a cryptid that's calling Alabama its home. But I enjoy making the stories, and I hope you enjoy listening to them as well. And if you do make your way out here to Alabama, please, please make sure to go visit Little River Canyon Nature Preserve. Because that place was beautiful. Like I said, the staff was amazing. The falls oh, blew my mind. I took videos. I have photos. Um, then you do like the little canyon loop trail, the scenic trail, and the overlooks, um, thanks, I don't know what his name was, but the guy in the front at the visitor center, he told me to check out Wolf Creek and then Crow, Crow Peak, I think, and those were just out of this world, breathtaking. And then that's when I was attacked. Okay, so cicadas. If y'all don't know what cicadas are, those are the creatures that were making all those noises in Kansas and Tennessee and some of the other states that we were camping in. And they're loud and just, mm, 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 which is nice sometimes. It's like singing, right? And after I said they were singing, they're basically giant flies, which is like, okay, just don't land on me. You know, where's my fly sweater at? But anyway, so I'm trying to get this really nice picture and I'm walking and I end up walking through a cobweb. And you know, when you're walking through a cobweb and you're like, I see it, but I can't stop walking. I'm just, I'm still going. And I tried to stop myself, but I hit it. And then all of a sudden I hear like this buzzy noise. I was like, what the heck is that? And you know, I'm right by a cliff too. And I was like, what the heck is that? And the bug came out of the ground or somewhere and he came charging at me kind of. And I was like, oh, it's like that. Okay, I'm turning around right now. I said cicadas sing beautifully and all of a sudden I get attacked. I don't know that I like them anymore. So that was my attack here in Alabama, <laughs> but I'm safe. And I didn't end up getting that picture because the cicada wasn't having it, but I got tons of other beautiful pictures that are, you're gonna see, they're out of this world impressive. I didn't see the white thing walking around, but I wish I could. 
But yeah, it's been super nice. The drive has been nice. And I loved Alabama. I got to come back here. And I heard that there's a great burger place right next to the nature preserve. I didn't get a chance to try it. But if you do get a chance to try it, let me know how you like it. So come to Alabama, come explore. And you know what? Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. Whoever you are, if it's just me listening to it a hundred times, then thank you, me. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Thanks to all of you out there in podcast land for listening. We're going to have tons of pictures on Instagram and Facebook. So check that out. I can't fire adventures podcast. And then on the website, tons of behind the scenes, www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And just thanks for listening. You all are the best. We are in a hotel room. So every noise you hear is because we're in fact in a hotel room. So blankets, pillows. I am lounging because driving is just taking it out of me. So judge me for that. Don't judge me. Um, And, you know, here we are. So thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Whether you listen to this during the day or the evening, you have a great day or great evening. Goodbye.